Once upon a time, there lived a king and a queen. The royal couple called their child Barbara. Everybody in the castle was happy. Rumor had it that the queen was a sorceress. But then one day, she went missing. Nobody could find the queen as if she disappeared into thin air. That's how it all started. Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses-to-be. I am Christy and I'm here with my friend and co-host Bree. Hello! And we are here today to talk about The Princess and the Dragon, which this is a 2018 CGI animated film brought to us in part by the Cinema Fund Russia, which, according to Wikipedia, is the Russian government's key funding body for the Russian screen production industry. Hey, hey, Christy, I know I said that the last few movies were really good, so we gotta, (laughs) like, balance it out. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to literally just tip the scale the other way. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have to go so hard. You didn't have to go so hard. I had to, God. though. I had to. I God. As a fun, so dear dear listener, as a fun thing, uh, when Brie gave me that challenge, I was I was Ugh. thinking, should I, should we maybe, like, do a Swan <sighs> Princess movie next? Like, you know... I, I, it's been a while since we've looked at one, and I thought, like, those are kind of, like, some of the funny bad ones, but I kept thinking about it, like, no, no, I, I could go worse. I could go much worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the Swan Princess, the couple ones that we've done so far, have been bad but amusing. Bad mm. but fun. Yes. This was, um... <laughs> Sure, something. I I definitely I I enjoyed the hell out of this one, but I will say, I I kept thinking about I kept thinking about you watching this, and all I wanted was like to be there to watch you watch this film. Oh my god! This is one that I found uh, a little while ago uh, in the midst of quarantine, and I immediately began cursing the current state of the world because, oh my god, I want to show this to as many people as I can. And you know what? I'll I'll skip. You, we usually ask at the end, would you recommend this as like a as a watch party kind of thing? I think it would be much more tolerable as a watch party thing. I think yeah. if, if there was people around <laughs> with me to like yell at the nonsense. Yeah. At this would have been a lot of fun. As it was, my notes are just a lot of capital letters of what the fuck? What yeah. what the fuck? You're just yelling into a void instead. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty not much really God. But this would be a this would be a perfect princess party watch. Yeah, movie. And it, yeah, and it, that's probably a big part of why I, I I liked this one is because when I watch these movies and when I come across a chestnut like this that I know is going to go over pretty good at the uh, bad princess movie party, I get so excited. It's just. Delicious. Like, yes, oh. please give me more. More of this. I have um I for 
for those who have never seen the pictures on Twitter, I have like a little special uh, podium stand thing that I put the selection of movies for my guests. Uh, it's just like a little fancy stand for them. And when I watched this one, it immediately went from my <laughs> player onto that little stand. It was like... As soon as as soon as it's safe to have another one, it is yes. on there. It is it is waiting there with a a there's the list the, the amount of of movies in the wait list is getting pretty high. At this <laughs> point. The the next people who who come to the next party will have just a plethora of they incredible will. films. It's going to be the best fucking princess movie party that I've ever had just because every option is going to be goddamn amazing. <laughs> you you will have curated the cream of 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 your collection. Yes, yes. Oh, and the, this one this one's fun too because it's a fairly recent one as I mentioned this yeah. 2018. Uh which always warms my heart to see is that I I I always have these periods where I'm very fearful that I have found the most notable bad princess movies. And so anytime there's a new addition to the <laughs> genre, I'm always like, oh, not today, not today. If they're still they're still being made, your yes. your collection will never be complete, and for that we are all grateful. I I sure the hell am. I sure the hell am. <laughs> Oh, and it's weird. Like, you can tell this film is more recent because it's actually like decent looking. Like I saw, I I wound up looking at some of the the reviews on IMDb just because I I finished watching it and I was just fucking bamboozled. Um, and a lot of them are like, "Oh, the animation's bad." The animation is actually in a lot of parts, in most of it, pretty decent. I, I, yeah, it's very cute. The animation and the acting on the characters is very cute. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah, I would say the animation and the visuals are probably the best part of the movie. Like, genuinely. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I kind of kept thinking of Cindy the Fairy Princess with this one. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. In that both of those movies have a weird story. Uh, but Cindy is... <laughs> uh-huh. Cindy is bogged down by the bad animation. So Cindy, like, Cindy is a movie that when you see it, you know it's going to be bad because it looks bad. Um, yeah. This is a movie that I can see definitely tricking a few grandmas because it looks pretty decent from the cover. It's very cute. Yeah. Like, it's it's cute. There's, like, a few things where the characters, are, like, the eyes are not properly looking at things but like yeah. for the most part the animation and the the lighting rendering effects cloth sim most of it is really nice mm -hmm. where where this movie fails is in <laughs> this mostly in this story oh boy uh, which Oof, I, yeah which on that note brie is it time yeah. Time to go through the uh, the summary for this film. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Everyone strap in for this one. I, oh, this one, I mean, this one, it's going to be probably one of the shorter ones because there's a lot of shit that you don't need to talk about. 
That's, you know what, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh, but we we will get into that in the discussion. But for now, yes, let's go through the uh, ludicrous speed summary of The Princess and the Dragon. Once upon a time, there lived a king and queen who had a daughter they named Barbara. Rumor had it that the queen was a sorceress, but one day she went missing. The king fell into a deep depression and became fixated on finding the queen, neglecting Barbara in the process. Counselor Balthazar promised the king that his undercover agents would find the queen, and in the meantime, he would take over parenting of Princess Barbara. Years later, Barbara is a mischievous yet lonely little girl. She spends her days gallivanting around a castle, inevitably getting into trouble with Balthazar. Barbara's only companion is her giant cat, Goliath, to whom she expresses her longing to find her mother. After the king dismisses Balthazar's concerns that Barbara is lacking in proper manners and etiquette, Balthazar decides that it's time to get rid of the king. It's high time I get rid of him. But how? We will send him somewhere far, far away. Somewhere he will never come back from. And what are you planning to do when he's gone for good, master? Me. I'll make sure the little princess trusts me. And when she does, we will be searching for her poor missing mother forever. Balthazar tasks his assistant, a jester named Ari, to be his spy. Late one night, while everyone else is asleep, Barbara sneaks into the castle library and finds a large book that pulsates with magic. She brings it back to her room and opens it up, and finds that the book is actually a portal to another world. In that world, Barbara ends up befriending a winged dragon named Dragosha and Dragosha's Uncle Draw. She has several adventures with Dragosha, including finding Uncle Draw's magic mirror, which was stolen by a group of gnomes. Back at the castle, Barbara just so happens to come across Balthazar as he is using a magic mirror to spy on the king, noting that his mirror looks like the one Uncle Draw has. She goes to Uncle Draw and asks him about the mirrors and what they do. Uncle Draw explains that the mirrors can be used to show whomever the user wants to see and talk to whomever the user wants to talk to. Legend says that each world has its own mirror, as the magic of the mirrors are limited to their respective worlds. This means if Barbara wants to find her mother, she'll have to use Balthazar's mirror. Barbara attempts to steal Balthazar's mirror, but he catches her before she can use it. Balthazar locks Barbara in her room, and she uses the magic book to escape into the magic world. Barbara gets momentarily trapped in the magic world when the book is closed by Balthazar's spy, but luckily for Barbara, her cat Goliath reopens the book. With the gateway now opened, Barbara and Dragosha journey through the portal together. With Dragosha's wings, Barbara is easily able to escape her room, and the two make their way to Balthazar's private tower. There they find a secret lair hidden underneath the tower, guarded by, among other things, a riddle-asking door and a lava-filled moat. After crossing these obstacles, they find Balthazar's magic mirror. Barbara asks the mirror to show her her mother, and it does, but only for a brief moment. Before the mirror stops working, Barbara's mother tells her, I will come back to you soon. I promise. Do not give up. But meanwhile, do not say a word about this to anyone. Satisfied, Barbara turns her attention to Balthazar. We don't see what she says to the king, but the next day we see the king banishing <laughs> Balthazar from the kingdom. 
Balthazar accuses Barbara of playing with magic, but Barbara lies and denies all existence of magic. The king believes her, and Balthazar is sent on his way. The film be- <laughs> the film begins drawing to a close with Barbara and her father happily embracing. Dragosha, who has stayed out of sight, returns to his home through the magic book, promising to Barbara that they'll have many adventures together in the future. And then, less than, and then, with less than one minute left in the film, Barbara's mother shows up. The, uh-huh. queen, the queen offers no explanation for her disappearance, just saying that one day I'll tell you everything, but first grow a little older. Barbara and her mother go off to find the king, and their family is finally reunited. And then... The theme song for the never ending story. I was like, what is that? And it's pl- it plays over a montage of scenes. From the first half of the movie, again. (laughs) Just in case you forgot. (laughs) Oh, oh, good. What the f- What is this movie? What is this? So I I saw this movie. This popped up in one of my searches on Amazon. And and so I put it into YouTube to find the trailer. And the trailer for it was that montage with the never-ending story (laughs) song some weird thing they did for YouTube. Like, why would they, you know, why would they have, they wouldn't have the actual song in the movie itself, right? No, that would be ridiculous. That'd be so weird. They would never do that. And so when that moment came up, I'm already, like, I'm reeling at the whole fucking reveal of the queen just coming back. She just shows up! And and she's like, I'll tell you when you're older, and (laughs) that's it. And then the never-ending story (laughs) thing Blade. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so my god! Good. There are some movies that they are in the roster for a bad princess movie night, based entirely on the strength of their ending. And this is kind of this is this is one of the shining examples of that. Holy shit! The ending. Oh, the like the movie up to that point is so just meandering what me it's meandering it's bamboozling it's not very good it's confusing and then you get to the end and it's like she sees the magic mirror the magic mirror shows her mom and she's like cool there's mom and then balthasar is banished um no no good reason uh, there's no they don't show what happened they don't show the confrontation they don't show what she told her father no 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 He's just in him and his little horrible little jester man that I hate um, is are banished from the kingdom. There's no con- yeah. It's just they're on a donkey and he sends them on their fucking way. Yeah, get out. And and then the movies and then the the queen shows up. Don't worry about it. The end. Yeah, don't literally don't worry about it. 
Don't worry what about it, Barbara. F- Don't worry about it, Barbara. Oh my god. She'll tell you when you're older. And I was like, are the is are are we the audience also have have to wait till we're older? Yeah, is there is there going to be a sequel? And and I mean It's a sequel bait? Up until you up until the queen comes back, that's what this feels like it's building to, is that the mystery of what happened to Barbara's mother is going to be solved in a sequel. And then she just shows up at the end. <laughs> oh my god. I was like Okay, there's so so Barbara's cat Goliath. <laughs> Is fittingly named because this motherfucker is huge. Yes, a ch- a, a seven year old child can ride this cat. I don't know why this cat's so fucking big, but she's also like a hyper intelligent cat. And I was like, is that her mom? Like, is she cursed to be a cat? Yeah. Is that what's going on here? No. Don't worry about it. Her mom that- is actually uh just somewhere else somewhere that else. will never be told to us. Yeah. That's that's one of the things I noted too because like you said the cat seems to be hyper intelligent and you know like she helps Barbara out when she's trapped in the uh the magic world and like the cat never talks but Barbara like asks her like oh that was you that freed us right and the cat just kind of does a little nod and I actually, like, I watched for it uh, on this last viewing because I was thinking, like, is this just, like, a very poorly done dub of the film? Like, maybe Goliath is the mom? But no, at the very end of the film, you can see Goliath in the crowd when they are being shown to the kingdom that the queen is back. So they are two separate characters. Yeah. Um, I don't... And I mean, I can excuse the hyper intelligent giant cat to a certain degree. It's a it's a princess move. It's for kids. Mm-hmm. Sure, you have a giant smart and you have a smart animal. Yeah, that's that's pretty normal. But there was something I was like, this cat knows more than it should, and it's never shown why this cat is so like. <laughs> yeah, because this cat knows the the secret entrance to Balthazar's hidden lair. Under the palace. Yeah. And you're like, how did this cat know? Don't worry about it. Literally just It's don't not worry important. About it. it isn't. And that's that's what's amazing about the whole Queen subplot because it feels like that's what the focus of the movie is going to be. Yeah. That it's it's all about finding her mom and, and the mystery and, and surely the whole thing with Balthazar is going to be somehow connected to why the queen disappears, but it's no. not. <laughs> it's it is not. Not even slightly. Not. No. Like it, it. It especially. So there's. You could have had it. So again, you could have had it like Goliath is the mum, and and once Balthazar is captured, uh, or, or banished or whatever, banished. You know, especially because. In, in the film, Barbara gets a magic wand. That's another one of Uncle Draw's magical Oh, yeah! And she's using it to transform people. And she learns a spell that can be used to undo a transformation. 
Yeah. Right, right there. Yeah, that would have like, been, yep, she could have, could have been an untransformation and then it's the mom. Yeah, oh this is, God. there are so many, like, little potential plot threads that they could have, like, woven together to make a cohesive film and they chose not to. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, they did this. And yeah. boy, howdy. Um, there, there's also there's also a bit where Balthazar's mirror talks, and oh, yeah, Barbara notes that that's weird because Uncle Draw's mirror doesn't talk, and she's just like, "Oh, this requires some more investigation." And guess nothing. what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nothing comes of it. No. Zero things come of it. No. Don't worry about it. It's not important, actually. Yeah, like. Maybe you could have had it so that the mum was trapped in the mirror. And that's why it talked. Because oh, she was apparently a sorceress, maybe? As we were I told, guess? As we're told by the opening of the film. So maybe Balthazar put her in a mirror so that he could use her magic to do shit. Hmm? Hmm? Nope. 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 Doesn't Don't matter. worry about it. I'm... <laughs> It's great. I love it. Balthazar is just an evil man. That's like, he's not, he's not a sorcerer. He's not powerful. No. The king doesn't even like him. He's like, this fucking dude, why do I keep him around? Oh, I guess it'd be more boring if he wasn't here. But yeah. literally, like, no one likes him. And he's just an asshole that hangs around the castle. And then he gets banished unceremoniously. Like, there's no conflict there no. beyond, he's like, I'm evil. And... I want, I'm doing schemes, and then I will rule the kingdom. And you're like, okay. And every every so often he's like, my patience is worn thin. Now is the time to get rid of the king. And he does this like several times through the movie. And you're like, (laughs) okay. And his... And his whole thing to get rid of the king is great because it's just oh that he God. he wants to send the king he wants to get convince the king to just go somewhere go on a journey and go find s- the queen go start a war go, go just leave go yeah, on vacation just, just get out of here go away and then I I can rule the kingdom in your stead. But that's like it's it. not even it's not even like <laughs> it's just like how about you leave and I'll do this I'll I'll rule the kingdom no just, damn okay I guess I'll try a different thing yeah. um how about you leave and I'll control the kingdom <laughs> no, no, no again? damn it oh damn it well okay but what if <laughs> hear me out hear me out I've got a great plan. <laughs> What if you leave? <laughs> I'm, I'm just... It's... It's amazing. It's just... This is... And again, it's just... He the, kinda, only, the only power he has going for him is like, he has the magic mirror. Yeah. And the magic mirror doesn't do anything except... It's like Beauty and the Beast magic mirror. You can just be like, show me blah. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. It's basically just a telephone. Yeah. 
and he just he uses it to spy on the king but we only see like it's not like he uses it to spy on the king and then he uses that information gleaned to go do some shenanigans he no he just like spies on the king to then laugh at the king basically yeah like he that's he, it he manages he manages to convince the king that oh i uh, uh, actually, uh, my men, uh, they have told me that there is a witch in the forest, and, and maybe the witch can help us find the queen. So then this is finally, after spending a fuck, the entire fucking movie, like you said, where he's just like, you want to go on vacation? No. You want to go to this? No. Finally, he figured out the one thing that the king is like, okay, maybe this is worth leaving the castle for. And so, that's, he just... He uses the mirror to spy on the king to confirm that the king is packing his bags to go yeah. on this trip. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <gasps> oh, and then there's that weird sequence. Okay, this is, there's one part where he's like, why has the king summoned me in the middle of the night? <laughs> yes. This is so, there must be something really important going on. And he goes into this chamber that's like the king's chamber that he has a bunch of scenes in. There's a big old globe and a bunch of books. He goes in there and the king is in there with like several of the nobility that have been just sort of in the background of this, the, the rest of the film. And he's got a trunk in the center of the room full of stuff. And Balthazar is like, are you packing? And he's like, yes, but my stuff doesn't fit. So now you should make sure that all of my stuff fits in my luggage. And everyone just watches and laughs as he makes Balthazar like stand up and dance on this luggage yeah, to try yeah. and get the lid to close. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? He, the king orders him specifically to get on top of the chest and shake it up a little. And so, yeah, Billy, he said Balthazar gets on the chest and he just awkwardly starts dancing it's just this like sh sad little shuffling dance yeah while the crowd including the king just start laughing at him don't just stand there counselor can't you see i'm having trouble closing that chest help me mm, but how not by counseling counselor time to dance shake it up a little Bravo, counselor. You're doing a great job. <laughs> you won't get a good night's rest till we close that chest. <laughs> That's right, counselor. Please continue. You're not, we're not you're not going to bed until you close that lid Balthazar yeah and like that's little, it little music starts playing to give him like some accompaniment accompaniment and and uh, Balthazar Balthazar falls off the chest uh the king tells him to continue and then the king immediately leaves the room while the funky yeah. dance music continues to play so was was the king just was the king just fucking with him 
I think so. I think he just hates this dude. And he's, <laughs> he's like, you just... know, it'd be funny. <laughs> I made him dance for me. <laughs> in the middle of the night in front of all these other people. Oh, and then left. God. I love it so much. This is it's my so favorite f- scene. And then he falls off the chest and the the king leaves. And then the scene is over. Balthazar's just like, oh, I hate him so much. My patience is done. And it's done. And it's never spoken of again. No. And it's it's just over. I love it. I love it so much. Like, you have a court jester. Yeah. You could have done the jester thing, but no, you wanted to fuck with Balthazar. This is pointed. Like, yeah, like, like you, you hate said, this guy. He hates him, and he specifically he's like, "I'm gonna make that fucker dance for me. I'm gonna embarrass him." <laughs> God, uh, and this comes like, like fairly a ways way into the movie. Like, if oh, this yeah. had, the, you needed this shit at the beginning of the film to justify, well, Balthazar wants to get rid of the king. Yeah. Before the well, before that, the only thing the king does is like, I can't do anything. I'm sad all the time. All I think of is my missing wife. Mm-hmm. All I think of is my missing wife. I'm I cannot do nothing for the yearning for my wife. That's yeah. it. And you're like, sir, you have depression. That's I'm I feel bad for you. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But he he's not he's not dealing with it in no. a healthy way because he is like you said he's just. He's completely ignoring his daughter and his, yeah. you know, his duties as king. He just, he is f- so fixated on his missing wife. And and so, I don't know if that's, I, I don't know if that was supposed to be part of Balthazar's plan. Like, if, because it, it's very confusing. And, and I mean, that kind of sums up this movie in general, but... <laughs> We, I mean, we get that prologue where we see that, you know, the queen goes missing, the king, uh, he starts neglecting Barbara, and Balthazar steps in, uh, and and he makes these promises that he'll both find the queen and also take care of Princess Barbara while the king is, uh, you know, In mourning or full of, like, grief-stricken. Yeah. And so... It's like, is Balthazar just, like, when the queen went first went missing, did Balthazar always have these, th- these grand plans that he wanted one day to take over the kingdom? Or was it just he finally just got fed up enough with Barbara and the king that he was like, actually, I want to rule now. Like, yeah. was it, did he have, I guess he didn't have anything to do with the queen's disappearance. Because. No, I guess not. I guess, like, he was just, it's never mentioned that he did anything. No. It's never, like, he was just, he saw an opportunity and he was like, well, I am evil. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess. I guess why the fuck not? I'll take my little horrible, horrible little jester man <laughs> and and we'll take care of the king and the princess and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. I just... And again, with that, with the scene with him dancing on the trunk, like, if that's what the king is making him do on a regular basis, like, you know what? I can, I totally understand, Balthazar. I can see why you yeah. want him gone. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. If you had established that the king was 
frankly, this is a cruel thing to do. Yeah, like, no, Like, frankly, this is, is just mean. Like, Balthazar is an evil man. But, like, the only sort of, like, the king just thinks he's an idiot. So yeah. it's not like he's purposefully being, like... Like, he doesn't think he's evil. He thinks he's just an idiot. Mm -hmm. So he's making this man who he doesn't think yeah. is doing anything wrong, but is just sort of, you know. Just just annoys him on a regular just basis. Just annoying. And he's making this man, like, humiliate himself in front of, of, of like, the, the gathered nobility. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so... It's <laughs> so the king is also just an asshole being depressed doesn't mean you get to just be an asshole sir no. like <laughs> it's it's fantastic i this oh. is i love when you have a, a character who you are supposed to root for like he and, and yet they are kind of just an asshole yeah like i i but we're supposed to empathize with the king, and then I guess we're just we're supposed to laugh at Balthazar dancing on the chest. But because it just, we know he's evil. Yeah, we know he's evil. No one like you said, no one else does. But so that makes it yeah, like you said, in universe they're just everyone is just picking on this guy. And yeah. he can't it's not like he could say no to the king. He has yeah. to dance. Oh, it's magical. Oh, my God. So, like, I, I have, like, a thing in my notes. Like, you, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but, like, wh regarding why did Balthazar get banished? What's the reason for it? <laughs> because we, like, literally, at the end of the film, we see Barbara use the magic mirror to talk to her mom. And then Barbara just kind of, you know, with that done, she's like, now to take care of Balthazar. And then the next scene is the next morning yeah. with Balthazar and and his jester spy on a donkey. And the king is just telling them that they're banished. Yeah. So Well, and it's like, because, like, the whole thing is that he's like, your daughter was using a magic book. And he's like, Barbara? and And Barbara's like... Magic isn't real. So what did she tell her dad? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the what's the basis? Yeah, like, was it like? I, cause cause if you told him about all the evil magic shit he was doing in the basement, which I guess was just his weird lair and the mirror, mm -hmm. and that's it. But like, apparently he doesn't believe in magic still. So yeah. What she did he, was she just like, he was mean to me and locked me in my room? I mean, yeah. I guess that's a... If maybe if he was just looking for a reason, because he just fucking hates this guy. And he's like, that's enough of a reason for me. Get out of here and never come back, Balthazar. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, it has to... That's the only reason that I could think of, is that Barbara told her dad, Balthazar locked me in my room. Um, she yeah. probably, she wouldn't be able to explain why she got locked in her room, because she got locked in her room because she was try she was caught trying to steal his magic mirror. And she yeah. also wouldn't be able to explain how she got out of her locked room, because... She rode she off on a dragon! <laughs> yeah, so, 
and and ah. I guess <laughs> I, and and her mom even in the magic mirror told like told Barbara don't tell anybody that I'm yeah I don't tell anyone them. don't tell anyone so that's literally the only thing that Balthazar locked me in my room don't ask me how I escaped um don't worry about it he, you should just fire him. And really, this, he just had and to, he just, he could have just fired him. He didn't have to banish him. Yeah. Could have just been like, get out of my castle. I'm done with you. Yeah. You're, you're fired. And especially because uh, Ari the Jester is with him too, which like, for the most part, Ari <sighs> didn't really antagonize Barbara, except at the end when they're in the secret dungeon and he kind of shows up uh, to kind of muck about there. But again, like... Okay, so you can justify f- banishing Balthazar because he locked the princess in her room, and you don't you don't punish the the royalty because they are next to godliness, uh, presumably. <laughs> but why would you why would you also banish Ari then? I don't know, but he deserves it. <laughs> he deserves it anyway. Maybe he just saw him and was like, "Why am I keeping this horrible little man around?" Oh, I, I, I just something about like his character design is also just he's got this big manly chin Mm -hmm. and like, but like thin head and it's too big for his body. And he's just he's upsetting to look at and he's upsetting when he's in the scene because he's always doing like really creepy jester shit. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this sucks, actually. (laughs) Also, he has this like. When he breaks in, because Barbara's in the book and she's doing her shit in the book world, he, like, breaks into her room, somehow knowing she's not there, Mm -hmm. knowing that the book is magic and that's where she is, he he breaks in, he does the Mission Impossible, like, wire from the ceiling thing, some fucking how. Yeah, for some reason. For some reason. And then so he does this. And then he's just, he sings a little song about how he's the greatest and the best and the most clever and the and the greatest in the land, and it's awful, and then he closes the book and fucking leaves. <laughs> and that's it. He doesn't take the book. He just closes it, and he's out of there. And it sucks. And you're just like, why is this happening? And <laughs> it's so it, I just, I hate it. <laughs> so dumb i know i'm just so why uh, what the hell do you oh th- my god do you think did he tell like did he tell Balthazar about the book did he just so happen to see the book open and it's like magically glowing and he put the pieces together that oh if i close this then that'll fuck up princess barbara's <sighs> day who knows there's no indication of the thought process yeah it just happens. It just things. Like, it yeah, just happens. Things just happen because presumably the characters have read the script. Yes, the the characters have read the script, and that's they, that. It's so things happen. Yeah. Also, he just leaves the book. Yeah, and then Goliath walks in the room and sees the sees the princess is not there. Is sad. Looks at the book, and knows to open it. Yeah, I guess. I don't. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I just, absolutely bamboozling. That that whole bit too. That's like something that should have been a way bigger deal. Like it should have been 
Ari, like, finds the book, he closes it, maybe he throws it into the fireplace, and, oh, and then shit. Yeah. Barbara is now forever trapped in the magic world, and, which that would have been, a, a, a like, a, a thing that Balthazar could have easily, you know, the king is already very depressed about his queen going missing, him also... Losing his daughter is going to just send him even further down to that, which would put Balthazar in a great place to, you know, get usurp control. And as we see later in the film, from the group of gnomes who just so happen to come in to Uh. save the day, because as it turns out, um, even though the entire film we've seen Barbara using the magic book and that's the portal to the magic world, apparently... The gnomes just there's just a cave in their forest that also has a portal to the other world. Yeah. So like, they just they just <laughs> they just fucking show up. They show up and Barbara's like, "How did you get here?" And they just go, "We why we there's a cave in our forest and we come here all the time." Yeah, literally they say we come here all the time, which. You know what? Again, here's here's shit that you could have done. You could have had it so that Balthazar <sighs> trapped the queen in the magic world, and she's trapped there. And it's maybe, you know, it, part of Barbara's journey is finding where her mom is. And when she finally is reunited with her mother in the magic world, but then that's when they find the book in the real world, and they close it or they throw it in the fire. So now both Barbara and her mom are trapped. And then they have to find a new way to get back to the real world from the book world. Like I think you've just written a better movie. I said <laughs> This is this you've is, just you've just written a similar but better film. Here's this is the fun thing about this movie is that there are so many options for how you could have there's, done it better. <laughs> there's so many avenues for improvement. Uh, the queen is trapped in the book world. Uh, the queen is trapped in the mirror. The queen. The queen is trapped in the cat. Yes, there's options, <laughs> and they decided <laughs> we want none of these. <laughs> You know what we want? For her to show up in the last 60 seconds and be like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So good. So good. Oh Oh, my god. So many chef's kiss. That ended. Oh, it's so much. (laughs) I love it. I love it so, so much. Oh. Especially, like, the vindictiveness that the king gives to Balthazar to ship him away. Because he, he like, makes a comment about how, from the, from the sounds of it, wherever he's banishing uh, Balthazar to, like, they might eat him? <laughs> like, he makes a weird... That's, what it, that's the weird joke he makes anyway, because, like... Yeah. Because Balthazar is, like, accusing Barbara of using the magic book, and Barbara is obviously like, no. And so the king's like, oh, you're telling jokes, huh, Balthazar? You're a funny guy. Well, where you're going, they also like funny guys. Roasted with salt and pepper and garlic. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, damn. Okay, you're sending him to, like, a place full of cannibalism? Yeah. What? Like, because he locked your daughter in her room? 
I mean, that's that's not a cool thing to do, but also... Also, Barb is kind of a little shit. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god, this child's so fucking annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Barbara is also just not a likable child. She sucks. She kind of gets a bit better as the film goes on, but especially in like the first 30 minutes or so, I fucking hate her. She's just, she's so awful. Like the first thing she does when she finds this magical book world is like, she finds this house where, uh, drag- Dragosha. Dragosha, thank you, lives- busts in starts fucking with his stuff and he's like please stop fucking with my stuff and she's like why i'm not hurting anything and then she's like what's in your backyard he's like nothing don't go there and she goes there and he's like don't touch anything she's like i'm gonna water your plants she's like don't touch anything and she's like i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) haha i'm just having fun don't you know how to have fun (laughs) haha i'm gonna water your plants and then obviously they're fucking magic or some shit and they (laughs) go out of control and it's ridiculous and i'm like okay so the child sucks and then dragosha's like we're friends now hooray and it's like why it's this it's she she busts into your house fucks with all your stuff ruins your garden and now you're friends i guess yeah it's this it's this big dramatic scene where she because she overwaters the pumpkins like you said they're magical so I guess if you overwater magic pumpkins, they grow and they start going evil because the vines <laughs> start attacking Barbara. And uh, yeah, and again, oh. at first, she's such a little shit because this starts happening and she's just like, la la la, ha ha ha. Oh, look, the pumpkins. Oh, tee hee. Let go of me, Mr. Pumpkin. And then she realizes the pumpkin wants to fucking rip her apart. And then she gets scared. And this is like the dramatic moment where Dragosha who we saw for a brief moment he was trying to fly before Barbara came to just turn his life upside down, was trying to fly. He's not great at it. But now that Barbara is in danger, he finally has the motivation to uh, to fly. And he does so and he manages to save her. And I guess he's grateful to her for helping I him. F- fucking guess. Maybe? I was just like, oh, his whole flying thing, which I thought was because like that was how you're introduced to him is he's like he's trying to fly and he can't. And I'm like, oh, this must be like his little character motivation thing. And at the end, in the climax of the film, he will mm. learn how to fly in a dramatic fat. Nope. Five minutes later, he that plot thread is wrapped and he's good. You're like, yeah. Oh, OK. Sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Which, like you said, that could have been in in one of the three different rewritten versions of this film. <laughs> we could have used that. The dramatic moment where Dragosha uh, is able to, like, he finally learns how to fly and he can fly Barbara to go save the day. Ta-da! Yeah. Yeah. No. He's, he learns instantly. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No. I'm just so... She's just horribly unlikable. <laughs> and, oh, and they're like, what do you expect that she's, you know, causing trouble? She's growing up without a mother. And I'm like, bruh, <laughs> families without moms exist. Yeah. And those kids are fine. I, uh, I mean, we do get that. We get that great song about growing up with no mother. Oh, and ha- yeah. 
oh, oh the I'm... songs in this film are so fucking bad but like literally like that's one of the first songs and it's about that's, how yeah. like it can't be helped she's growing up without a mother so of yeah. course she's going to be a troubled child and i'm like families without moms exist <laughs> it's they're no. fine my god the her that song like you said so that's this is the first song of the film so this is like this is where you gotta wow them you know gotta draw them into the story and what we get is probably like maybe a generous 30 to 45 seconds of of barbara just singing over and over i want to find my mother and i will i find everything so interesting and waiting in the palace is boring i can't just I want to find my mother and I will. I want to find my mother and I will. I can't just enable to and that's, yep. that's like, it's basically just, all of the songs in this film are just the refrains. Repeated over and over. Yeah. Yeah. At least, you know what? At least they're mercifully short. They it's- are all very quick. I appreciate Which, how this film has made it very easy for me to figure out what clips to put up on Twitter. <laughs> you know, and they're they all, all gonna, fit handily yeah. into the time frame. Yeah, they're all going to be under that, well under that two minute, 18 second mark. Easily. I'm not going to oh, have to like easily. awkwardly cut stuff. Perfect. Done. Thank you, movie. They're, they're, they're so bad, but at least they're so short. There's if we if we could go through uh, some of the other songs, uh, uh-huh. Balthazar also gets a song, oh which again is like another like thirty second clip. Where basically, uh, it's him just talking about how he he schemes and how it's going to be so great <laughs> when he becomes the king. When I become, when I become, when I become the king. When I become the king, all day long I scheme. (laughs) I plot all day long, and I'll manage to become the best when I outsmart you all. He's, he's, yeah, he's just singing about how he's an evil guy, and he loves to do a scheme. And one day, everyone will bow to him. And he will be the ruler, and he's he loves to scheme. He just yeah. fucking loves scheming. And he ends it about, like, talking about how, like, in the peasantry, he'll, like, put them in a pie and eat them. <laughs> and then it reveals that he's sitting in the king's throne, and there's, like, people around him listening to him sing this out loud to himself, theoretically. Yeah. And I'm like, no one's gonna tell the king this? No. 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 I guess oh, not. Okay. And all of that is set to like, it, it, it goes between a very kind of like disco-esque tune and then this like very grandiose, like dramatic, like, it's just, it's just this weird whiplash between two very different. Yeah. (laughs) Very, like, these, these songs are just the equivalent of of, a hit and run. They just kind (laughs) of. Knock you on your ass. I don't know. Are just and then then they're gone. Yeah, you're you're you can't even pick yourself up off on the sidewalk before they're they're already halfway down the street. 
they God. they don't have any consistent tone or melody. Oh God, no. And I'm sorry, but all the people, they are not good singers. They're trying their hardest, but no, they're not. They, they God, God bless them, they're trying, but it's not enough. They're doing their level best to do justice to these bad, bad songs, but <sighs> boy. Boy. <laughs> so, so, so another song uh, is the King song, <sighs> where... He just sings about his queen and how my he's gonna. My queen, s- my beautiful queen. What else can I do? And it's just, just that's it. it. That's it. That's the song. Oh my queen, my beautiful queen. Just tell me, please, where can I find you? You and our little daughter, just like two drops of water, or actually me. I will search the whole country and all the mountains. I will win. He's like mother and daughter, like two drops of water. Yeah, and that's it. That's the fucking line. Yeah. What? And he says that I don't twice. Don't fucking get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like two drops of water? Like, because you what? Because you're similar, I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. And it's, that song sucks too. It's just it's him in his chambers, and he just starts thinking of his, of his uh his wife, and she appears in like a dream sequence kind of thing, and and that maybe should have been the tip off that she was going to be appearing in the film after all because they took the oh, time yeah. to make her cgi model they they took a model they they made a model for her so mm-hmm. she was going to be in there somewhere mm-hmm. and then as you said there's also uh, ari the jester song uh, just thinking about how how he is the meanest smartest greatest person ever and again it's just like 30 seconds where he's just about to close the book and he's like actually I feel a song in my heart, and it needs to be said. There are no people who honor me, and no one ever welcomes me. And in the meantime, in the meantime, who is the mainest here? Who is the mainest here? The mainest one is me, the nicest only me. The greatest one, the smartest one, of course it's only me. I am happy And so he just dances around this little girl's room and like is creepy at her toys and sings about how great he is. And then he closes the book and leaves. <sighs> so good. It's so bad. It's so bad. Why? It's also amazing. also after that happens. They're like, oh no, the the uh, Barbara and Dragosia in the book world are like, oh, the portal's gone. Oh no, what are we gonna do? And Barbara starts crying, and then like, literally two scenes later, it's like, oh, the portal's back. Yeah, we didn't have e- to do anything. They didn't even move from the spot. <laughs> they didn't even move from their spot. Barbara just sits down and starts crying, and Dragosia's like, oh man, what are we gonna do? 
Oh, and oh. then the book opens and they're fine. Oh, the problem solved itself. All right. Cool. We didn't have to do anything. Sweet. That worked out for us. It's, yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just, it's great. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I love it. I love it so much. Again, this is, this is a film that I feel like it would be fun to show a bunch of would-be screenwriters and be like, here, take this and fix it. Like, make this good somehow. Yeah. Like, you, you put some sort of rules around, okay, so you have to use all of the characters, all of the named characters. Uh, you have to try and keep the main story beats. Uh, but try and just make this into a cohesive, satisfying film. <laughs> I, like, it, it, there's so many options. There's so many ways it could happen. Yeah. And that's, that's like, the, again, that's the fascinating thing. Like, they, they have so many little setups that go fucking nowhere. Fucking why is, nowhere. Why is the queen rumored to be a sorceress? What did that have to do with anything? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Why did Balthazar's mirror talk? Doesn't fucking matter. Um, Uncle Draw is a character that really doesn't do anything and doesn't need to be there. Like, he does serve a purpose in the plot, but you could probably just, like, get rid of his character entirely if you wanted to, or merge him with Dragosha. Yeah. Like, I... He he could just be Dragosha. That could have just been one character. Hmm. I did like Uncle Draw. Like, Uncle Draw and Dragosha are the two good characters in this film. Yeah. <laughs> They're the only ones that I liked. Even slightly. Uh, oh, and the cat. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did mostly want Goliath just because, like you said, it's it's a huge cat, and that just seems it's just like a huge fucking cat. Really fun to have, just a giant yeah. fucking cat as a friend. Oh my god, hell yeah! Yeah, and like nothing is ever said about Goliath. No, no, no explanation is ever given about why this cat is so fucking big. But it's acknowledged, like, she can carry the seven-year-old girl on her back. Mm -hmm. Like, she is as tall as this child. Yeah, and, and it's kind of weird because there's such a divide between, like, par part of this movie, you know, like, you have the comments that Bar uh, the king makes about magic not being real, and so... It feels like what they're going for is to make it so that it's very distinct. Like, magic uh, does not exist in the real world. Or at least people don't think it exists. You have stuff like the book and maybe Barbara's mom being a sorceress that it does exist, yeah. but people don't think, don't think it's there. And so when you have a giant cat that has above average intelligence like it makes it feel like it's a magic creature and so it does feel like kind of confusing because if this ma if this giant like this cat is just giant for no reason is this just like for no reason it's just a big cat i guess that's just I like guess. how cats work in this world maybe that is maybe that's that's who knows really this world is very strange and mysterious. This child also has, like, a razor scooter that she runs around on, so, like... Oh, fuck, that's right. Who knows? I didn't who even knows? think of that. She has a... Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Why, why Beginning she... of the film, she's riding around the castle grounds on her razor scooter. That's that's more of, of the evidence of Barbara being a little shit because she's just rolling around on that scooter and just like knocking stuff over. And yeah. and again, we see her like antagonizing uh Balthazar. Balthazar, and yeah. And it's supposed to be like, oh, Barbara's just a free spirit and <laughs> and Balthazar's no, just being a shit. Yeah. Balthazar's so unreasonable for at trying to instill some sense of manner into her. Like, no, fuck it. She needs some matters. Don't knock people over on your scooter, you little shit. Like, literally, she's scooting around this courtyard, and Balthazar is just standing there. He's just standing there, and she is riding toward him at top speed, like, move, move out of the way. And he's like, no, stop doing the thing you're doing. Stop riding around at top speed in the courtyard. And she's just like, move. There's lots of room for her to maneuver around him. But no, she's like, I'm going through this man. And then the horrible little jester man jumps in front and like intercepts her for some reason. Because he has he has some some good in him more than Barbara. some some weird loyalty to Balthazar for yeah. some dang reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's oh, Barbara's such a little shit. She's the worst. <laughs> trying to I'm trying to remember if there's anything in these sections where they're just kind of like fucking around in the magic world that is worth mentioning. Oh, I mean, we haven't really touched on the fucking gnomes. Yeah. Do you, Do you have more to say about them? I just that they were like, why? Why are they here? Mm-hmm. Why are they around? They're just, they're kind of just there because... They're kind of just there. You need somebody to steal the magic mirror so that Uncle Draw has reason to... Can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't just have it. Also, there's like the weird subplot about how she's like, we're going to do investigations. And like, you think that maybe that's going to be like, she's going to do an investigation to find her mom. Yeah. But she doesn't. She doesn't. It's just like a weird plot point that occurs for like two little things and then it's done. Yeah, it's she she reads a book on on how to investigate crime and then conveniently Uncle draws magic mirror goes missing and so she turns turns into a little detective to go and track down the the gnomes who stole the magic mirror and as it turns out they're actually they're not like bad guys. They just have an uncontrollable urge to steal gold because they're gnomes. That's just a thing that gnomes do, mm. I guess. Shrugs. So Barbara Barbara recovers the mirror and returns it to Uncle Draw, and it's a good thing that that all happened because that's followed immediately by the scene where she catches Balthazar with his own mirror. Yep. You know, conveniently. Also... The, their, his mirror looks evil. Yeah. Like, his mirror legit looks has, like, an evil face on the back. <laughs> You're like, damn. You, you know what I just thought of regarding why his mirror talks? Because why? when Barbara sees him... So, the whole thing with the mirrors is that you could either use them to speak to somebody or just observe them. And when Balthazar is 
using his mirror, he's just like observing the king and kind of commenting on it. And and Barbara's far enough away that she probably wouldn't be able to see what's on the mirror. So did the mirror talk because they needed a reason for Barbara to understand that it's a magic mirror? I don't know. Is that why? Fuck. I don't I don't know. Why does it talk? Well, cause then she could have just it there could have just been dialogue that she overheard from the mirror. It didn't, because the the thing that she hears is the mirror, he's like, show me the thing. And the mirror has like a a lady's voice that goes, yes, master. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And she's like, oh, it talks. Yeah. Okay. Without, without that, that bit of talking, I guess she could have just assumed that, oh, Balthazar's just checking himself out in a mirror. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It is completely... I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. L- like you said, though, his mirror in particular looks freaking evil. Yeah. Which seems weird because it's not that the mirror is evil. There's apparently just this legend that every world has its own mirror that you could use to talk to and observe people. Yeah. You know... Yeah. The, that well-known legend that is only established. Yeah. Which is which is great because Uncle Draw uses his mirror just as a phone to just chat with yeah. his... Yeah, just to chat with his twin brother. Yeah. His, tw- his twin brother. That's It's literally, it's just to show, show it off to Barbara. So he, yeah. has, he has this magical device that I'm sure could probably do a lot of good in the world that they live in, but he just hoards it like the dragon he is, so he could just. I guess like it a, makes sense. A phone. It's great. It's it's kind of it's too bad that they didn't do more with Uncle Draw because he definitely just kind of disappears after uh, after a while. Yeah. He, well, he goes to visit his brother. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I did. I won't lie, I kind of found that a little cute. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's because, like, his brother's, when he's using his magic mirror phone, is like, why why haven't you come to visit me in a while? Yeah. And Draw's like, yeah, I'll come visit you soon or something like that. And then the next time Barbara goes there, he's like, oh, yeah, he's gone to visit his brother. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's like, all right. You know what? That's acceptable to me. Yeah, that makes sense. I I wonder if your enjoyment of this film would have been improved by it being a bit shorter because this one is feature length. Uh, it's not that long. It's I mean it's an hour and fifteen, including <laughs> the never ending story montage. That, that's true. I guess I guess for me I was thinking like would this film go over better if it was one of the ones that you know like it, like a uh, 45 minutes or 50 if they really minutes. tightened this one up yeah yeah like you know cut out some of the adventures that Barbara had in the other worlds not that there were many but it's just that you have like scenes where Barbara and Dragosha find a dartboard and they play with a dartboard for yeah. a bit. And yeah. it's just a means for them. Like they're just throwing darts around and one of the darts bounces weird and it lands 
and it sh- and it that's how they find the magic wand that Uncle Draw has. Yeah, the magic wand, which so the whole thing is that they're they're at this like they're in this room, and across the room is the magic mirror. And they need to get across, but then the there's a, a big gap in the floor opens up full of lava. Mm-hmm. And something in the room makes Dragosha unable to fly. And they're like, oh shit, how do we get across there? And so Barbara takes the wand that they brought with them. And she's like, I've got an idea. And Dragosha's like, please don't. And he she turns him into like a rocking horse. Mm-hmm. Or like, not a rocking horse, a riding horse. Like that's the stick kind that you yeah. have like a like head it, at the end. Yeah. And, and she yeah. and she uses it as a pole vault. To yeah, get she pole vaults the, the across the lot. Lo- oh my god, <laughs> I hit yeah. my microphone. I'm flailing so much. Oh, no. She uses it as a pole vault to go across the chasm of lava. And and, and that's the whole point. What's great is that is, is that uh, Dragosha is still sentient as the pole vault. So he is he's screaming while she is using him. As this tool to cross the the chasm of lava. Yeah. It. Uh, what. That's and that ends up being the whole reason they brought, the the magic, wand. Yeah. To turn Dragosha into a, a stick horse. Yeah. For one scene. I I wish this this would never happen, but I wish that I I could somehow, like manifest latent psychic abilities to change the film so that when she pole vaults with Dragosha, that he as the the vault just falls into the lava and just burns. <laughs> He's like, I have to do this, Dragosha. It's the only way to find my mom is to sacrifice you. Uh, so you just turned me into a bridge. <laughs> and then he just sinks in the lava just like, why, why, Barbara? God. Oh. <sighs> They also, the other magic item that they bring with them during that little adventure is just a a bottle of, like, magic healing potion. Um, Yeah, like healing fixing potion. Yeah, which gets two uses. So the first is that Barbara, uh, so the, the entrance to Balthazar's secret dungeon has a lock on it, uh, because he's not stupid. Um. And so Barbara tasks uh, Dragosha to burn the lock or like melt it. So yeah, melt the lock off. He he uses his fire to do so, and then Barbara goes to immediately touch the the doorknob and then burns the shit out of her hand. Yeah. So like, they they then have to use the healing potion on her hand. It, which... it melted metal, child. Mm. Maybe give it a second to not glow red hot anymore. I almost like I weirdly appreciated that moment because I feel like in other films she would just grab it and they would be on their way. They wouldn't acknowledge it. So it's almost yeah. funny to see that they did acknowledge it. But it only is is to show off what the magic potion does because we hadn't ever seen it in action before. Yeah. And so I guess they needed, like, a little... They realized that there's, like, ten minutes left in the film, and they introduce this item, and they go, oh, shit, uh, maybe we should demonstrate it. Um. (laughs) (sighs) Oh. And then the other instance is that they... For somehow... 
the magic mirror broke, I guess, in between. <laughs> magic when... mirror broke. Yeah. yeah. It broke or something when Balthazar put it away in his secret dungeon because they have to use the magic potion on the mirror so that uh, Barbara could take two seconds to talk to her mom. After which point the mirror then breaks again. And I yeah. guess is maybe broken for forever? I I fucking, I guess. It never comes back up again, so. No. <laughs> Shrug. So do you, I guess that means Balthazar's lair is still there in his tower. Yeah. Did she ever tell her dad about Balthazar's secret lair? Maybe that's why he got banished. Maybe. I guess. But but then it also but the the lair had a magic riddle door. So <laughs> he would have had to he wouldn't be able to deny the existence of magic if he saw the riddle door. So I uh, guess he doesn't Don't know. worry about it. Don't worry, don't worry about, about it. it. That's that's Barbara's secret evil lair. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh-huh. God. That's great. Oh. Honestly, like oh, the last God. like like 15 minutes of this film are perfect. Perfect film. I love it. <laughs> <sighs> Perfect's a word that you could use. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you should use it, but you could use it. I'm, I'm sure as hell gonna. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Oh, absolutely bamboozling. <laughs> what What was the most confusing part of this movie to you? Oh, let's see. Where did I write the most what the fucks in my notes? <laughs> Um, when we post when we post this on Twitter, could you please like send send an image of what your notes look like? <laughs> yes. Okay. What the fuck is this song? I hate this fucking gesture or jester <laughs> rather. Uh, what the fuck is this weird scene making him dance on the luggage to funky saxophone music? What the fuck? Uh. Fuck this jester again. <laughs> Is the sequel bait? What the fuck? Oh, the most confusing part was probably when the never ending story played. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. I I deliberately avoided giving you the trailer for this film because I didn't want to spoil oh. that. I just wanted it. I just wanted Thank to- you. Come as a glorious surprise to you. I'm so glad it worked out. Is it? Is it because in the never-ending story, he also kind of goes in a book, right? Is that the whole thing? Is that the connective tissue? I guess maybe there's a person who has a magic book. Um, I don't think he actually... He doesn't uh, go in the book. Not until the sequel. He reads the book. Yeah, like yeah. The first one is him just reading about Atreyu going to... Right. To find uh, the the name for the childlike empress, it's been a few years. Right. Um, yeah, I, I I don't even know if I've seen that whole movie all the way through. I should really probably watch that movie. <laughs> we'll add it to the ever growing list of the movies, classic films that Brie hasn't seen. Oh God, there's. I've the- seen, I've seen more bad princess films now than probably I've seen classic 
childhood oh movies that most people have reference to. My DVD collection is fucking <laughs> atrocious because on one side I do have like I have the Disney films, I have some Pixar and da da da, and then uh. that becomes. Like, I, I've got five, like, Ikea DVD shelves full to the brim with movies and Blu-rays. I would say, I would say maybe one and a half of those are good movies, and the other three and a half bookshelves are all fucking garbage <laughs> of various types. <laughs> There's, I've got, like, at least oh. two of those shelves are princess movies. I've got, I, I've got about 20 or so Phantom of the Opera movies. Um, <laughs> I oh, have, God. I have about, um, seven different editions of Jim Henson's Labyrinth. Not even different movies, just the same movie on different DVDs, because I have a problem. <laughs> got called out i'm not going on a tangent i don't care i got called out for that a little while ago what um, i i i i was somebody noticed that i have like seven dvds just of labyrinth and they, <laughs> they were looking at them and they were like oh these are all the same movie and i'm just like i don't know what to say because i'm like they are they are the same movie. they are yeah it just started Sometimes. off I just, it started off is because they kept coming out with new editions <laughs> and they had different special features on the new oh, editions. Oh yeah, you gotta have all of them. I gotta have all of them. And then at some point I realized that I had a collection of the different DVD editions of Labyrinth and because I had now decided it was a collection, <laughs> I, I could now justify buying copies of Labyrinth specifically <laughs> because now I had a Labyrinth DVD collection. Oh. Help. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my brain sometimes. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. It's beautiful and perfect, Christy. And you, what the great, the greatest thing is, is that um, they were like flipping through all of the Labyrinth DVDs, and then they put them back on the shelf. And after they left, I had to reorganize them because they were not in the order that I wanted. Which was you don't mess with the order of someone's collection. No, I had to arrange them in order of how I obtained them. <laughs> It's, okay it's important it is it is it's important just for the labyrinth dvds though those are the only ones that i have arranged in that order well because the order tells a story for those ones mm -hmm. oh also i have a labyrinth a copy of labyrinth on vhs <laughs> of course i don't have a vcr but i do have labyrinth on vhs look sometimes you just need to own the thing I understand yeah. that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I Sometimes, even if you will never w watch or play something, like a game or something, sometimes you just have to have it in your hands. Yes. To hoard like a dragon. So oh, shit. I'm bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Like a dragon. <gasps> we did it. I did it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Any f final thoughts about this one, Brie? Uh, I think I have... I probably, but right now I can think of no more 
words to ex- describe how what the fuck this whole thing has been. It's, you know, it's funny. Previously, whenever I thought of this movie, I would think of that ending. But I think after this <laughs> rewatch, I'm now going to be thinking of that scene of him shaking around on the trunk. That's, you know, if you had to ask me what the best, my most favorite scene is, it's probably that terrible, that terrible sequence of him being forced to dance on luggage. Yes. Because what the f- It seems like a weird- What? Pervert power move by the kid. Yeah, what is this weird power play that you're going for, man? That one's going up on Twitter for sure. Oh, please enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise, it's just the the last page of my notes is empty, except for in all caps, wait, what? Why is the theme to the never ending story playing over the credits? <sighs> what the fuck? So good. Well, yeah, I, so I, that's, I just, I can't, I'm, mm-hmm. you will only obtain fervil, further bamboozlement from me. So. Awesome. I guess well, it's time to wrap this up. Yes. So on that note, you guys, if you want to see clips of this movie and some of the other movies we have profiled, feel free to look us up on Twitter at BadPrincessMOV. Uh, if you have any comments or suggestions, uh, feel free to email us at BadPrincessMovies at gmail.com. And if you would like to check out the catalog of Bad Princess Movies, you can feel free to look that up at www.badprincessmovies.com. It is kind of the neglected uh, stepchild of my social Aww. media presence, but I, I will say <laughs> I have added, I have recently added a uh, few new movies to the catalog as of late. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Just gotta keep that up to date. Yeah. Um,. So yes, go go check that out, and thank you for listening in. Thank you for joining us on this mm-hmm. discussion of yeah. this inc- incredible incredible film. Can you can you guess can you guess what song I'm going to fade out to for the end here? I, I can't. Oh well. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> I'll use the Jester song since you hate it so much. No! <laughs> Just for you. No! Just for you. That'll become the new theme song for uh, the podcast, actually. And I quit. No! Come back! Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have um, <laughs> This will be my final episode. No! She'll be back. We've got more Swamp Princess to get through. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. The mainest one is me. Right. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) The greatest one, the smartest one, of course, it's only me. I am happy-go-lucky, Ari, and that is super me. (laughs) 